Yeah, I, I was really pleased with the practice today. You know, um, had the guys go and did some crossover stuff, and uh, I really feel good about our, our, our group and um, with all the uncertainties and things that are happening. I mean, I think our, our only goal is to try to be ready uh, for whatever happens, and, and uh, hopefully we get those opportunities to play this fall, and if we do, and we'll be ready by then. So that's been our focus. I've been really pleased with our leadership on this team and from our coaches, our assistants, the administration. Everyone's done an amazing job allowing us to be in this position right now. So uh, just thankful and, and uh, happy that I get to see you guys, even though it's on Zoom, you know. But good to see you guys. You guys look really comfortable, Jared. You're hanging out in the big old Lazy Boy recliner. That's nice. <laughs> well, I got to be in the basement, Kalani, because my wife's got the office upstairs. So, you know, we got to keep things organized. The, you know, this and, sounds and about right. <laughs> for right now. But how much, how much have you had, um, Kalani, just the last thing for me, just how much have you had input and discussions with Tom as you guys have tried to figure out what the season might look like? Yeah, I mean, Tom Tom talks to me about a lot of different – there's so many different variables, and a lot of it is not what we control. It's not we, – we make the, the the demands and everything. I just – I've been really pleased with the way Tom's doing it. He's got a really tough job, and and uh, I'm just saying, let's just get ready to go. You know, I, I, my job is to get the team ready, not to do the schedules and things like that. That's, that's Tom, and I trust him in it. So uh, we'll just be ready whenever they're asking us to play. Okay, Caleb Turner, go for it. All right. Uh, well, Coach, uh, as I'm sure you heard over the weekend, um, a bunch of players from the Pac-12 got together and um, kind of made some demands, expressed some concerns um, about returning to play this fall and some other issues as well. And I was just curious if you have had any athletes on your team come to you or express any concerns about, about returning to play this fall. Well, um, if it's about the the, the... – COVID-19, yeah, we've had a lot of discussions about that. And, and there's a lot of players that have reasons in, in the NFL and a lot of different levels of, of opting out not playing. And, and I understand those, and I'm very sensitive to that. Um, if it's about some of the demands and stuff that happened over the weekend, then I think it's important that we talk to our players and educate them as much as we can. It's, it's a good exchange. I've, I've always had an open-door policy with our players. I've always felt that it was important for them to voice their opinions and to express themselves uh, to each other and to talk amongst each other, but also to con converse with the coaches, mentors that they have on, on campus and our administration. So we've had a great dialogue and open conversation here about everything and cover a lot of different categories, but I think it's important for them to feel that their voices are heard and, and that, you know, when, when they're asking about something that we give them the opportunity to understand something thoroughly and uh, so they can understand what, what's being said and what, what, you know, whether, whether it's money or things like that, that, they understand the situation that they're in and the situation that the, the administration in and I'm in as head coach, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with just being able to talk things through and, and be able to communicate. And then uh, I just know that I, I've said this before, but if you, if you don't have that uh, communication, then it's usually filled with negativity, right? So uh, I think it's important that we stay uh, um, updated on a lot of different topics, not just, um, you know, the situation with COVID or the situation with um, revenue and things like that, but also just everything in general. I think it's a, we're in a unique um, university where we can talk a lot about different things and have different opinions. I think it's important that we respect each other and, and grow from, from sharing and learning from each other. Mitch, go ahead. He's muted, I bet. Are you still muted? 
You got me now? There you go. Go for okay. it. Um, Kalani, uh, good to talk with you finally. Uh, it's uh, good to start the season here. I'm curious, since June 1st, since the voluntary workouts began, how many tests have, have been administered to the players and how many positive cases have you guys seen since voluntary workouts entering camp? Uh, I think that's a question that I'm not uh, at freedom to answer. You know, we have, uh, I think, keeping the, the, the players and the student-athletes, their privacy is important, right? But I, I can say that we've had, uh, we've ran tests and we've done a lot of great, uh, we've done a great job here as administration has done a great job organizing the screening process and our sports medicine department, our doctors done a great job at educating our players and understanding the, the importance of social distancing and understanding the importance of, of wearing a mask and things like that. So uh, it's important that we do our part so that we can keep this a low risk environment uh, in order for us to play football, right? So, uh, but when it comes down to the details and the numbers and that stuff, I, I don't have a, I don't have the answers to that. So, nothing against you, Mitch. I, that's a good question, though. I can't answer it. Yeah, understandable. Uh, have any players expressed, you know, kind of touching on a little bit of the uh, COVID nineteen and stuff? Have players expressed to you that they're a little bit concerned about or potentially withdrawing from the season? Is that something that could be a possibility with your team? Um, I think there's been some uh, – I mean, I think if you look at it, we have 123 guys on the team. So it, they're not all going to agree with the same thing. They're, they're, there's, they all have different backgrounds and they all have different um, situations where maybe someone at home is, is, uh, is, could be a high-risk person, right? So I think for them uh, it's, it's, it's going to be different. And I, I, so I've heard it all. I've heard a lot of different um, concerns. I've heard some people that, that, that just don't – I'm not really worried about it, right? My, my job is to say whether you're – concerned or not concerned about it um we there's things there's a protocol that we have to follow and in order to follow that is to protect not just our um not just ourselves but everyone else is being mindful of everybody right and 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 seeing that that what the virus has done i mean there's if you, you can imagine um some people in their thoughts it's it's all over the spectrum right but uh regardless of how you feel this is what we need to get done this is the protocol this is the process that we need to do and in order for us to play football but also it, it doesn't hurt to show kindness and to care about others and be mindful of them and and, and others that may be struggling and that it could be at high risk that's an important thing for us to think of others first thanks norma go right ahead Hi, Coach. How are you doing? Um, Up, Norma. So I just wanted to sort of get the feel for what the, what's the morale like right now in the locker rooms out in the, the field. Well, we just had practice, had some a few skirmishes, right, a few fights. So I think a lot of guys are frustrated being all bottled up, and now they get to get out there and play football. Great competition. Um, it's been it's been an awesome thing for me to see, and great leadership. I mean, as I say, we have a little bit pushing and shoving and things like that, but it's nothing too crazy. It's just what you expect from most of the time playing football. And, but the guys are anxious. They want to get out on the field. They want to play. And, and uh, I think they've been looking for a way to kind of let off some steam, compete against each other. We've been working on this walkthrough pace and doing this install and doing a lot of Zoom meetings. And it just feels good to get out and, and be out in the sun and play some football, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to that when I get to see you guys. It's going to be nice when you guys get to crowd me and ask me questions. You know, I can see your reflection on, on uh, my reflection on your sunglasses. It's the same for you. So I think that's just the case. I think everybody just wants to get things quickly back to normal as possible. But 
um, understanding the situation. There's a little bit of frustration, but more than anything, I, I would have to say overall, it's just excitement to play the game and uh, it gives them a way to just kind of disconnect for a, you know, for a couple hours. And over the past couple of weeks, we've seen the Power 5 program sort of lay out their plans for the fall semester mm-hmm. season. I guess what, was, what were your thoughts as all those plans came out and all the decisions were made? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really – I don't control um, what what happens. I know we had a schedule and it changed. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out and find a – my job is to get these guys ready to play 12 games, right? And and um, regardless of who the opponent was going to be, I mean, we, we've had plans to play, obviously, Utah and all, and all the schools that were lined up after that. And, and if anything, this, the GAs are the ones that are going to have the – have to, they're sitting there going, oh, great. We have to break down film again in a shorter amount of time. They spent all summer – breaking down all our opponents and and it's like okay once you, you wash your hands you're good with it here's the end here's the the breakdown of all 12 teams and then all of a sudden it changes <laughs> so they're the only ones that really can complain you know but other than that we're just gonna just uh, adjust and um and uh you know i i know other people have uh other conferences they have their their jobs to do and we have ours my job as a head coach is to get these guys to play at their best 12 times that's what that's what we're trying to get done you know so uh, regardless of the opponent. So I, I, our higher level of play has got to meet a certain standard that we have and expectations we have for each other and what I have for them as a team. And I think if we're in that position, we're, we're going to be really good regardless of who shows up. Let's go, Greg. Hey, Coach. Um, has BYU um, – had modified helmets for face shields or face masks and how have you and the players found the whole wearing of masks to this point in the process and how do you see that going forward either practices or games is that going to be a part of of the equation equipment wise yeah you know we looked at all the all the different um options that are out there so you got the 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 shield mask in the front whether it's a a a see-through one or the plastic one, or it's a, it's a, uh, it's like the visor for, for the bottom, and then there's a cloth one that some teams are using. We also have the the gator thing you can pull over your mouth and your nose while having the helmet on. So we're looking at all those different options today. We just um, now that we have all the options in place today, we kind of we're looking at them at, at what they would feel comfortable with. But I think if we give them those those options. Um, I mean, then it'll be a, we'll be able to be in a position to keep it low risk. I, I don't know how that's going to work in games and what the requirement will be in games, but because they're used to practicing with it, they'll be fine, you know. So I, I think that uh, uh, for the most part, our guys, are, I think there's a plan in place by with our equipment sports medicine room, getting these guys the different options because I know some guys prefer one thing or the other, and I don't think making it – all one way is going to work. I, I, there's some guys that would want to wear the gator thing over their mouth and nose and the, the face shield. So uh, I'm good with it. As long as they catch the ball when they're, they're supposed to and block when they're supposed to make tackles, I'm okay with it. Good to have, see you, Greg. Have the guys adjusted pretty well just in the voluntaries and the mandatories to just having something on their face when they're in the heat and uh, expending energy, things like that? Yeah, I mean, nobody likes it, right? I mean, that's, it's not comfortable, and but uh, um, but I think they're getting kind of used to it. They're understanding it, and, and uh, they, they just know that it's a necessity. So, um, you know, it's getting hot out there, and the guys have to have these masks on, and but it's okay. It, it's it's the uh, 
the price that you pay to, to keep it a low risk environment so that we can keep practicing. And uh, these guys are willing to do that in meetings and they're willing to do that in, um, in, in our practices and things. So I think, I think uh, for the most part, it has, you know, they would rather not do it. I think we would all rather be doing things back to normal, right? But uh, we'll just adjust and make it work as much as we can. Thanks. All right, let's go Jay and then Dana. Hi, uh, Coach. Uh, I was just wondering. Oh, Jay, you in no camera? I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see that. Good excuse. You have the PS4's controller on your knee. I get it. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just wondering if any players have opted out, as uh, we're seeing that some players are choosing to do around the country as far as the season goes. And if, uh, if there were any maybe no-shows today that guys that have decided just, you know, there's always some guys yes. that don't, don't show up. As far as opting out, uh, no one has opted out yet, right? So uh, I think that as, as we keep educating everyone and, and, and uh, understanding what their, uh, you know, their concerns and things like that, I think for the most part right now um, we're just dealing with guys that, that have had off-season surgeries, kind of trying to get back in time. And and then just the, 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 the normal, what happens in day one. I don't think anybody got hurt today. I think it was maybe one hamstring tightness, right? And other than that, I think everybody was pretty good. So, yeah, I, I, no one has opted out yet when it comes down to that. Then my second question would be just with without knowing your first opponent with so much uncertainty, Kind of what was your message to keep the guys motivated and focused with uh, with so much uncertainty in the air? Well, I think, you know, it's it's been different with this group. They're a little bit more veteran than what we've had in, in years past. And I think these guys are going through the circumstance that we've had, the quarantine, the pandemic, everything that we've had to deal with, adjusting. I think these guys understand it, right? And, and I think they'll just be thankful. That what I've seen from our players is just – gratitude and appreciation for um, the people that are working hard to, to get us a, a schedule in place. And so I think these guys just going with it, getting everything ready and doing their best. I see a very focused group in, in this team. So uh, it'd, be, it'd be a lot easier to get more focused when you know your first opponent. But uh, I, I think we just tell them to just be ready for any, anything that, that, that is a possibility out there. But more than anything, we just have to be at our best right, right at the get-go when we are able to play that first game. And then that's going to be – that's been the focus. But as far as uh, the guys are upbeat, they're excited, you know, on this day one, and it's easy to do that. But we've been here doing walkthroughs and all that stuff for uh, six sessions that now. And that, that they were upbeat during that. During the uh, voluntary workouts, they were all here and, and upbeat during the whole thing, running their own PRPs during the summer. They've been upbeat the whole entire time. These guys are, are, are excited to get to, to the season, and this is what they've been waiting for. A lot of guys have, have made a lot of sacrifices to be here, you know, and, and, and I think they understand it's a game of football, but I think that that's something that they want, that they plan on doing, and, and I, I see a group that's really focused. Dana, you're up, then Jake after that. Hey, Coach. Um, after one practice, can you tell us uh, who the starting quarterback's going to be? <laughs> uh, I can tell you, like, there's some good front runners, right? So I uh, saw a lot of good things from all the quarterbacks. They're, they're all healthy and looking really good. Uh, Zach, Jaron, Baylor, those guys did a great job. And then 
Uh, Soljay did some really good things too as, as a true freshman showing up, just surprised us a little bit, you know, and, and when we went to some cross, crossover stuff. But uh, I feel really comfortable with that group. And, and A-Rod's done a good job getting them all ready. And, and I mean, we there's a, a few others that are – they're getting some reps there too, you know, Rhett Riley and Mesa Fakahua and others. So I uh, really, really feel good about that group. It's just like I do a, a lot of our other positions. And then the loss of uh, uh, Devonta Henry Cole, how does that affect the running back group? Yeah, we're going to be fine. Yeah, I, I mean, we're going to play with the guys that are here. He was here doing our PRPs. He was here doing our workouts and stuff. He knows how good we are at our running back core. So I, I think we're going to be fine. Uh, love the group. I, I think Lopini is, is – this has been a really good off season for him. Tyler Algier, Jackson McChesney's now, you know, he's he's got the rust off of those mission legs now and he's he's flying around like he did when he was at Lone Peak. So um, you know, it's a good group. Sion if he now is getting healthy and getting ready to go. And we have Bruce Garrett as a freshman that's doing some good things too. I mean, there's guys that are running well. Javel Brown we put there and and uh, he's looking good. And Luke Andrada got some reps at running back today. He looks really fast. So it's a deep group. A lot of talent and a, a lot of experience, so we're really, really excited about that group. Go ahead, Jake, and then John. You're up after that. Coach, I wanted to ask you. You guys opened up the training room on June 1st when you guys were first allowed to. Do you feel like that will give you guys any type of advantage as you guys get ready for the upcoming season? We opened up the what? The, the, the training room. Like you allowed athletes to come in and do their individual workouts the first day uh-huh. they're allowed to by the NCAA. Do you feel like that extra time those guys got? Oh, yeah. Have help? Yeah, I mean, we got a couple weeks uh, up on a lot of programs, being able to come in in June 1st when our administration allowed us to do that as well, you know. And um, I mean, obviously it was different because we had to do we had to do a different shifts in different groups, couldn't exceed a certain number. We had to um, – run with social distancing we had, to, we had to keep separate apart from there and even our lifts but um the guys are so excited to get back into it and and, and uh you know get back and do some football training even though the prps were mostly run by the players or we can't be there as, as uh coaches but uh I, I would say that like i said this is a group that's a veteran group we got guys that are uh in a situation now where they're, they didn't they're not coming off of off-season surgeries um guys that are actually healthy and running prps and Instead of trying to work on their health, they're working on the intricacies of their their assignments and their technique, and uh, it's showing a lot. I mean, I, I I'm just going to tell you, I, I just I think I think we have a good chance. That's probably the best thing for me to say. But I'm really excited about what I saw from today and what I've seen from these guys, from the transition, their bodies. I mean, they they, they look really good. So I'm really excited about the depth that we have and excited about the talent that we have on this team. And more than anything, the leadership and the veteran group that we have that have played a lot of football, they're taking the lead and makes my job a lot easier as a head coach. We talked to you a couple of times throughout this offseason just about the uniqueness of it. How is it different now as you get ready for a season with so many unknowns as compared to what you told us previously, if anything? Yeah, I think the unknowns will be known soon. I mean, I'm hoping, right? And and, and I think we have uh, – I think you guys know me. I, I'm an optimistic person, so – and stay positive about it and, 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 and trust that things will work out and uh, just put a lot of faith in our players and the leadership on this team to keep keep it rolling. I trust the leadership in our administration, and I, uh, I, I just, I'm really anxious, excited to get these guys, you know, to perform for our fans. That's, that's the goal. You know, we want to get out there and get back to normal. I think I said it months ago that I'd get things back to normal, and it seems like if you get back, things back to normal, the, the trend would be that you're going to do normal things like – 
you know, watch sports and, and like to see my jazz shoot better from three point line, you know, stuff like that. Right. But you get, you get to that point and then next thing you know, um, football's arrived. And then, although there may be some adjustments that you do uh, along the way, you know, we're going to, we're going to be fine. I, I feel like it's kind of trending towards that and maybe keeping, keeping the, the faith a little bit about the optimism. So that's, that's the key. I know there's other people that want to, um, you know, are, are the worst case scenario type people. I'm probably the opposite. Thank you. John, then Sean, then Andrea. Kalani, looking, looking at the fact that you guys didn't have spring ball uh, because of all the circumstances that happened, how has that impacted um, how you've been evaluating players as you start up fall camp and kind of looking at where you need to go from point A to point B? Well, I think we were really um, excited about the possibilities of spring ball. We had six practices and a couple live moments, right? So we were able to see some guys. And, and there are even some guys that um, were home from their missions but had to, had to get through a little bit of transitioning, right? And then they've done that. They, uh, these guys have worked extremely hard during the, during the quarantine and during the time apart. Um, it's just, I think it's, it's given them some new life, you know what I mean? And maybe, um, I, I don't know, I think maybe uh, players, if you're thinking about it, maybe a little bit overtrained, if I could look back, because we were forced to kind of separate and guys were able to kind of go on their own and find their own specialized training, you know, whether it's they feel like, okay, and then and it creates this intrinsic motivation where it's like, if, if I'm deciding that I'm going to go and do this, I'm probably more bought into it. You know, we've had um, our players uh, communicate with our strength coaches throughout that whole time in the off season. And um, we had no choice, but to just give them like a little bit more specific to their needs. And that's, what's been the beauty part of this whole thing is that, um, you know, when you're running a, a, a conditioning program, strength program, it pretty much covers all, but during this time of being away, the guys were left on their own and like, okay, this is what I need to improve on. And then they're asking questions. It kind of gives you some thought on how you should do it from now on. And I think maybe keeping it a little bit more personalized might be the, the new way of doing things for us. Or for, from my point of view, probably the best way, the most effective way, right? So uh, I have guys on the team that are a little different than other places where a little bit more mature and grown. And I, I wasn't worried about some of the things that they were doing during the, uh, quarantine these guys were working hard and i could see their bodies changing uh when other other coaches that i know of were struggling they're just like well don't know if our guys are doing you know doing their workouts and things like that i saw my guys going out there and become more special specialized in their in their technique and things that they want to improve on so i saw it as a positive it, it, considering the the issues and the pandemic and the quarantine and all that stuff man I, I think there's a, a lot of things that we could take from this this um experience and probably uh, see if it, we can uh, m maybe modify our offseason a little bit more. And and um, I'm looking into that, doing the research and trying to find ways. But the the truth is, the proof is in what I see. I, I see a lot of guys that have uh, made a lot, of a lot of change, whether it's their body type or their body fat or their strength. They, they've all improved a lot more in their own specialized training and seeking that out individually than they did when we did the whole coverall program. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned um, the, that you guys are, are just trying to get ready for whatever season that, that you'll have, and that's obviously something that, that Tom and others will be discussing. But is there – have you heard anything from the guys just about 
playing potentially playing in front of an empty or mostly empty stadium because obviously 60,000 fans at Lavelle Edwards Stadium it's kind of a selling point for the program but on the other hand you've had guys who have you know they've got friends who had baseball or softball or whatever seasons canceled and that kind of thing so does that kind of help them adjust to I guess what will probably be a pretty new normal for the season? Yeah, and what you know, you, they're they're watching the um, they're watching how sports is being run right now. You have PGA with no hardly any fans out there. You know, you, you no one's going to be walking on the 18 fairway with Tiger this week or anything like that. You know what I mean? And so they see that there's the virtual fans in the NBA games and stuff like that. I'd love to have court seats, courtside seats for that one. That'd be cool. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, and and all joking aside, our guys are just really. Um, uh, they just they just had this sense of gratitude. I, I've I've felt it from them, just appreciate whatever they can get, right? And 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 uh, these guys aren't picky. They they're just uh, they have a, a huge sense of appreciation for everyone that's helping them get to this and this mean this situation. So uh, I'm just lucky to have to be able to coach such good young men. Okay, we've got this. Student athletes are about ready. So Andre, you'll you'll get your question in, and then we're going to move on to the student athletes. Sorry, we weren't able to get to everybody but we did give every outlet a chance that wanted to ask a question. So go ahead, Andrea, and then we'll move on. Okay, thanks, Kyle. Hi, Kalani. What's up, Andrea? Uh, nothing much, just in my house forever and <laughs> ever. Um, so, you know, we talk about all these uncertainties and all these unknowns and these words are just like, we, everything's a question mark right now, but if you could pinpoint something, is there one thing that you are most confident in? Yeah. This team is a is a, I mean they're a close group. I've seen it, right? And and, and when there's a uh, the way they communicate with each other, the way they work, the leadership, I'm confident that 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 uh, the leadership on this team has has shaped these guys and the culture that we have. I they they the statement has been said that you can see how good the family works when you take the the spokespeople away. So you can see how good the company works when you take the boss away and. Um, probably should take the head coach away a little bit more just to let these guys give them opportunities to lead. And I've been really impressed with the way they run their meetings, the way they, they interact with each other. It's what I've been hoping for a long time to have. We've talked about our, our program being run by the players and, and for me to be the guide on the side, you know, our coaches to help them. I've seen these guys make decisions on what they want to get done in, in walkthroughs and what they want to get done in scheme and how they want to look at some certain things and uh, give their, their feedback to me. It's been, it's been a blessing, right? So uh, I think uh, them feeling comfortable that, that way. And we have a veteran group now. Where a lot of guys that are leading the way are actually guys that have played a lot of games and, and gone through a lot of different experiences on the field, right? And off the field, I've been really impressed with them. Just I keep telling them over and over again. And uh, I think uh, – you know, I, I, more than anything, I just like watching them go to work and then be around each other. And uh, this is a good, a good group. I, I'm really excited about them. And just I know what I've seen off the field, how they've been around each other, and can't wait to see what they do on the field. It's going to be really exciting. Okay, 